Welcome to the drive-in. I'm Lamont. And I am Alex. And tonight, tonight we got something real special for you guys. We call it Run It Back, where we, you know, we pull back a classic. We're going back to 1988, we're going to Zamunda. Why? Why can't I find my own wife? We've gone to a great deal of trouble to select for you a very fine wife. I want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins. Where will you find such a woman? In America. Before there was a Wakanda, there was a Zamunda. No, 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 no. Wakanda came first. Oh, right. Yeah. It was in the comic book. It's in the comic book. My books. bad. Now, My now before bad. it hit the screen, now we saw Zamunda before we saw Wakanda, but Wakanda was OG. Okay. <laughs> See, I wasn't a comic book guy. You a comic book guy. So. Oh, yeah, man. I, lo- I love Black Panther. I love Black Panther. Coming to America was a genius, genius film that showed the range and the power of Eddie Murphy as an actor, bro. I had to give it up to it. Coming to America was a dope movie, man. I know it's basically like a modern day fairy tale where like Prince of King comes to America to find his queen. Like to me, it was the first time I ever saw an all black cast and like as kings and queens. Like it was just a really strong, strong, you know, for a little black kid growing up to see this, it was just everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you said it perfectly when you see people in higher up uh, positions from kings and then really good entrepreneurs like <laughs> James Amos. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Amos. John I'm Amos. Jay, what is James from Good Times? He's always James. Yeah, he always, yeah. <laughs> you, you try to stay away from his John uh, James. But no. John Amos, man, he was he was one of the best entrepreneurs. Look, being a McDonald's people, we got this little misunderstanding. Hmm? See, they're McDonald's. I'm McDowell's. Huh? They got the golden arches. Mine is the golden arcs. <laughs> hmm? Now, see, they got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. We both got two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions. But they use a sesame seed bun. My buns have no seeds. Was the one the first times that we saw a filmmaker, John Landis was was the director, but a filmmaker take advantage of the Saturday Night Live Eddie Murphy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. Eddie was funny in films. We would see him in like Beverly Hills Cop. And all those, but when he did this one, you got to see all the different characters. Yeah. Like, this was, like, pre-Nutty Professor, uh, you know, and this was just, like, where he got to play everybody from the from the barbershop guy to the Jewish guy. <laughs> right. You know, to, to everybody. It's just This was just peak Eddie Murphy. Man. And, you know, Coming to America is, like, one of the most quotable movies ever. Like, and it's generational. Like, it's nobody from our generation after, or even before. It's still it's people older than me. No coming to America by heart from from top to bottom. And if you walk into any room and do any scene, you'll have people chiming in left and right. Like it's almost up there with singing ABC or Happy Birthday in a room. I know. Coming to <laughs> coming to America is like the generational movie, bro. It's a classic. I mean, I honestly, if you, if you guys, if you haven't seen Coming to America, you need better friends, you need to talk to your parents, like something happened to you. Yeah, you, you you need some hugs or something. Yeah, you were deprived. Uh, 
I, I think that's I think that's that's that should be placed under child abuse. Like, yeah, if you if you have not seen Come to America, you rush out and see it right now. Amazon Prime, right Ooh. now, that's where I saw it, and it's it's always running back on TV somewhere. But you can catch it on Amazon Prime because they're putting it out right before the new one, which comes out uh, Friday. Oh, which dope. Is Friday the fifth, yeah. So it comes out tomorrow. But as of today, like you can go and check out the old one right now, and it's just a fun ride, man. It's just like a like Prince Akeem and his guy Simi, Arsenio Hall, like they come to Queens in New York City because he's trying to find his bride. Right. And you yeah. know, I was like, it, it makes you want to go to Queens and see, can you <laughs> find a bride in, in New York? I've had that experience, <laughs> but I don't I think I'm gonna stay with my southern girls on this one, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's not the same thing. It yeah. is not the same thing. First of all, I'm not a I'm not a uh, prince in that sense. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I could just stay away from that whole scene. But man, I'm telling you, it's it's due to the fact it's so good that even because my my childhood was kind of torn up from it because I watched the uncensored version of it, you know, and even with oh. the censored version and the uncensored version, you still get the laughs. It's like it doesn't. It's funny. Like it's you still get, like, funny. You, yeah, you take away all. You take away the the bathers and all of that. Right. And you and you still got the joke. You like, still yeah. got a complete funny movie. You know. You know, BET is known for <laughs> for taking out or either having somebody voice over the cussing. The with curse words. Yeah. yeah, with mother mother trucker, and you be like, uh. It, it just don't fit the same. It just don't hit hit the same. It don't taste right. This just but doesn't the, taste right. But I think this is one of the reasons to me why Eddie Murphy is the GOAT, because he's the guy that can do like, he could do the Bill Cosby comedy, mm -hmm. and then he could come back and do the Richard Pryor comedy. You know, like right. he's the one of the guys that can do a, do both like that and do do it well. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. He is one of the GOATs as far as comedians is concerned. So that in part just Takes wait, it wait, 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 wait. Did you say one of? Yeah, yeah, one I of. I mean, but there's only one, there's only one go though, right? No, like, no, 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 Murph, no, no, right? No, 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 brother. No, no. You it's, don't... it's only one go. We, only... We're gonna save this discussion for a whole nother okay, podcast because okay, okay. I don't want to start one? I don't want to start on the whole comedian goat status. That will be a whole nother rabbit hole that we go into, and then we'll end up in somewhere called Oz, bro, because I don't want to... So we're going to stick on okay, okay, coming let's, to let's America, stick, bro. Let, let's stick on topic. All right, let's all right. First, all right, now, first of all, let's go through our categories here. What was your best scene? What's the best scene for you? Best scene, bro. And what's sad about it? It's not a funny scene. It is not a funny scene, but it's a quotable. But it's the scene uh, where... Prince Akeem and Simi is working out, and they're they're doing the whole sparring with the with the uh, spears and everything, and they're they're exercising. And you know, at the end of the scene, Hakeem said, "You will share your your bed and your fortune with a uh, with a fool." And then uh -huh. Simi says, "But that is the way of that is tradition." And then Eddie says, it's also tradition that things must and do change. So you would share your bed and your fortune with a beautiful fool. That is the way it has always been with men of power. It is tradition. It is also tradition that times must and always do change, my friend. 
And that is like the premise for the whole movie. And we didn't see yeah. it as a kid, but it's the premise for the whole movie and just the Easter egg for the movie coming up just to get you ready for it. But, okay, cool. But that's the scene that sticks out to me because it it's like it's it's like a great assist. It's like when you throw the ball up in the air and you know somebody's about to slam dunk it. So that's why that scene is like the best scene to me. Yes, we have funny scenes throughout it, but and yes, it's a comedy, but you also got to think as a as someone who is a movie buff, you got to think about the bigger picture. How is this movie getting set up for a sequel because yeah, well, man no it's been me. it's been 30 years i know i know so, that's crazy so it's like you gotta set the movie up and we've been waiting for this sequel and the suspense in the air for waiting for this sequel has been you know it's been so many bootleg people yeah we're gonna make the next coming to america like i mean i saw dc young fly and kevin hart one time i'm like bro if y'all do that I swear no. to God, I'll shoot my TV. Stop, stop. Nah, nah. No one to see that. Well, okay. I, for my my favorite scene was the first barbershop scene. I'll be with you boys in a minute. He was bad in Captain Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that? You, the new boy. Got Mike, Mike Tyson. Look like a bulldog. He bad in him, too. He done whipped Mike Tyson there. He whipped all the What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there it go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out there. When they first go in there and he's talking about uh, Joe Lewis and Martin Luther King, like, and every time he says Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis is a different age. And then when you, and then I didn't realize it going in. Okay, Murphy's playing everybody in there, right? And it's uh, him and Arsenio, and it's just so seamless and just the makeup is well done. Like it, it's, and I think it's the same guy that did the makeup from Thriller that did this. Right. Wow. And it's just like, it's just, it's just such a great scene because if you think about it with the rhythm that they have, he's acting to himself. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, it's not like he can go, he has the back and forth with another actor. He has to give that performance and give the other one. Like he, it's so powerful. I think. Yeah, that kind of speaks to Eddie Murphy's childhood. He probably played alone a lot as a kid. <laughs> well, he got Charlie, man. Come on, Charlie Murphy. Man, come guy. on, Charlie looked like he. <laughs> Charlie probably ate nails as a kid. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie was a mean brother, I think. But cool. Charlie was funny though. That's but dope. Yeah. But yeah, the barbershop scene, the first one. I think if if I had to pick a funny scene, the barbershop scene, the second one. I met Dr. Martin Luther King in 1962 in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm walking down the street, out of my own business, just walking off, feeling good. I walk around the corner, man woke up, hit me in my chest, right? I fall on the ground, right? And I look up at Dr. Martin Luther King. I said, Dr. King. He said, oops, I thought you were somebody else. Okay, I got you. That second one was so funny because it puts you in the mind of your actual relatives arguing about something. And then at the end of the argument, this one relative just cuss everybody out. Yeah, just like they can't win. Right. Just like, forget it. You know it. what? I'm done. F you. <laughs> F you guys. I'm going home. I'm going home. But you got the radio. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> Take that ball and go home. Right, right. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay. What's your, now this is a good one right here, guys. What was your, to your most quotable line, the best line in you, the best one liner, the best. The thing that you hear that's like, what's your favorite one-liner out of this movie? Favorite one-liner? Because it had, it had tons of them now. It has tons of them. 
Okay, let me go. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna do mine first, okay. and I'll let you jump in. My, my favorite one, one lighter, and it's a little one though. When he says, "I tell you, he's got his own money." I mean, the boy has got his own money. When I say the boy got his own money, he got his own money, bro. And then they they put Eddie, and Eddie's on the money. Like yeah. that's my favorite line, bro. That line, <laughs> it, as far as friends are concerned, like my best friend since third grade. We say that to each other. Like when we we, we come up in life, like uh-huh. uh, it's a promotion. Like before I moved to Florida, he said, Man, you on your way. When I say the boy got his own money, <laughs> the boy got his, got own, his own money. money. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite line. Bro. Yeah. Well, I I mean, John John Amos had some memes. One of my favorites was, and it's even shorter than yours. Johnny, get it. <laughs> Dottie, get him. Yeah. Like, Dottie. <laughs> and Dottie is, yeah. Dottie is a small no, poodle no. that is vicious. <laughs> yeah. Dottie gets the Troy Brown Award for the best pet in the movie. Like, like Dottie is strong. Man. And mind you, everybody, you got to know that Troy Brown is, Lamont, is Lamont's dog. Troy, so... If we make any awards to go out to any pets, know that the 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 standard is a Troy Brown award. So yeah, he gets a he gets, Dottie gets a Troy Brown award because Dottie Dottie stands out. <laughs> Man, but yeah, that that one, yeah, John Amos. Oh God, it's so many, bro. Like okay, pick, pick favorite line. What's your favorite line, man? Give me one. Um, favorite line gotta be. Um. At the top of the movie, during the uh, engagement party, and uh, Ohar comes in to Jane to John Amos. I'm not John Amos, but uh, James Earl Jones, King Joffa Jofa. It says, uh. "Sire, the people are waiting." And he but and James Earl Jones, in the coldness of his regalness, says, "Let them wait." I'm talking yes. to my son. <laughs> bro that means yeah that yeah. that is that's that's, how, some, that's king that's king stuff right there and that's you think about is. how large the crowd is you got a sold out carnegie hall crowd and as a king you tell them let them wait i mean the bro yeah but you hey guess who was supposed to play the james earl jones part Ooh, man Sidney Poitier. Turned it down. Sidney Poitier turned it down. He was supposed to be James Earl Jones and doing the research. Sidney Poitier. I think he'd have been great. I think he would have been great. I mean, you need somebody with that kind of gravitas, and I think he pulls it off. But uh, I think, but I can't, like, to me, it's Vader. Like, James Earl Jones is always Vader. But you got, (laughs) but but you also put it into uh, motion that the voice of James Earl Jones was so strong. And to see him in this light opened up a whole nother door, which we're gonna have to we're gonna have to delve into that. The Lion King. Because oh, yeah. to see him as a king yeah. and the strength of his voice, that set up the whole Lion King dynasty that came yeah. afterwards. Like this movie to be, to... doesn't get his credit for it, but the birthing of the Lion King probably came from coming to America, bro. Yeah. 
until Beyonce messed it up. <laughs> Don't do. We are just starting. We do not want any trouble. Beehive. We apologize. My friend was drunk. He bumped into you. I'm sorry for him. Okay, Beehive. Please do not. Uh, and I, and Dream Girls was good. Okay. Whew, now that we got over, don't do it. Now that we, now that we've gotten over that. Uh, okay, okay. What's who? Okay, uh, who? To get who who's, your six, who's your six man coming off the bench on this one? Who's your six six man? man coming off the bench with the trade? Got to go to John Amos. I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, yes. you want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. John Amos was such a great character as far as being Mr. McDowell. Um, yes, you got Akeem. Yes, you got... Um, King Joffrey Jofer, yes, you got Simi, but Mr. McDowell and how cold he was, it, it put me into the point of when you're trying to date a girl and you meet her father. That's yeah, and he makes it so difficult. So we difficult. could we do we could arguably say he's played two of the best fathers, you know, in TV and movies, like from James on Good Times to uh Mr. McDowell. Like yeah. He's, yeah, like he got the father thing locked down. It, but you, you gotta see the dimension of, of what father he is, like the hard father. Like James, James is that struggle father. Bill Cosby is the the more uh sensitive father, you know, and 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 truth be told, uh Anthony Anderson is starting to walk into that category now with blackish. So yeah. but Jane uh John I keep calling him James, though. He's always James. He's he, always James. He James. He James to me. <laughs> but <laughs> but John John Amos is my sixth man. It's like every scene was flawless, bro. He he gave up the funk in in that. He did it, and also one of my favorite scenes with him was at the end when he was. But he was taken up for his daughter. No, you have been inconvenienced, and I'm prepared to compensate you. Shall we say one million American dollars? No way. Very well, then, two million. You haven't got enough money to buy my daughter off. Nonsense. Joffy, apologize to Mr. McDowell. I will do no such thing. The man is beneath me, and so is his daughter. Now, I don't give a damn who you are. This is America, Jack. Now, you say one more word about Lisa here, and I'm going to break my foot off in your royal ass. Through all the... All the stuff he loved his right. baby girl. Right, he could care less. At that point, <laughs> at that point, he was like, "Whatever, that, I want my right. daughter." I get... And I love the scene at the end when they're sitting there <laughs> on the crown, and he just kind of slides, right, slides. Because in. you got to think about it. This dude is thinking about franchise. This is Africa. Oh, he, he thinks Africa is undeveloped, and he's like, "Oh man, I got a pipeline to get McDowell restaurants in Africa." Oh, this is gonna work. <laughs> so yeah, I get it. But yeah, and also, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, for my for my six men, I got Eric Lasalle, Daryl. Oh. You know, uh, 
I can appreciate the way you handled that dude with the gun. I would have helped you out myself, uh, except, well, I had a cup of coffee in my hand. You understand, right? So glow, like, bro, like I know he was, yeah, like I know he went on to have a great career in ER, and you know he was, uh, he was in Logan, like he's he's a really good right. actor, drop drop squad, but still he's always there with yeah, me. He's all always there, and he just he was just like it was. He gave some some good nuggets in there. I thought he did a really good job. You can't have like Akeem's got to have a right. He's got to have somebody to be on the other side of that. And Daryl was like the perfect 80s guy with the Dion Jerry curl and then his whole family with the Jerry curl and just, yeah, Daryl was my sixth man coming out the Well, bench. since we're talking, just a side note, did you ever have a Jerry curl, man? Uh, You know what? I had a, I had a, like the Al B. Sure joint. Oh, the Pro-Line. Like the Pro-Line, the yeah, S-Curl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah but, ne- but never, I never went full Jerry. Like, yeah, you can't I, do that. I never... You know, I want one, but my parents, thank God for them. They love me enough mm. not to, uh, yeah, no. because nowadays I see people that did have Jerry curls and they, they really don't uh-huh. do a lot. Like they don't, uh-huh. they don't accomplish much. The only people that, that do I great don't. things that had Jerry curl was probably Jamie Foxx. But past that. <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah. Dion, the I love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dion, yeah. Dion, Dion love, yeah. And, and Dominique Wilkins. But he didn't have, he the didn't I have love, a full, but, full <laughs> but you know what that leads into the next question uh as far as the wood the woulda shoulda coulda award you know oh, yeah a person that i feel got this award like if if i will follow their career the person that i really wanted to see more of in hollywood will probably be patrice mcdowell or her real name is allison dean you know, yeah. like we 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 100% agree on that. Like I thought she was she was great in everything she was yes. doing in this, and, and we just need we needed to. See, I like I wanted to see more of her career, but I don't even think she's coming back for the what? Yeah, that yeah. That's a bummer. From what I understand, they she's not coming back for the second one. That is a bummer because Patrice. Oh my God, it that shows how great the movie is. You can remember the characters verbatim, and. She just added a whole nother flavor into this big gumbo of a movie because, I mean, you got that sister that goes so hard, always got to be the younger one, but she goes so hard. It's like, hey, I want to holler at you, but your sister is kind of fast. I like that. So, but she played her role so well. It's like, I would have loved to see the range of her acting ability in other films. Who's your MVP? MVP is co MVP this week. I have to give it to no. It's a co MVP. You can't do co. You got it's a, okay, it's a okay, co MVP. They both standing together, holding up the trophy together, bro. And it's got to be Eddie and Arsenio, man. Eddie and Arsenio, as far as their range is concerned, from the multiple characters they played. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. and they were going back to back. You got. The, you had the preacher. You had Randy Watson. You had the barbershop scene. Uh, yes, Eddie kind of topped Arsenio because Eddie played two characters in the barbershop scene. Because the whole but Arsenio, but the preacher, right? The preacher. Man, uh, oh, the preacher was man. so good. Yeah, and oh, gosh, 
and I forgot Arsenio was in drag. Yes, the, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's like they, it's like they would just have. They're just they like we're we're gonna have a good time and we're just gonna do everything. Exactly. You know, you know they probably have a funny story. Like yeah, we could have had other people play it, but man, why why break that check up anymore? So let's <laughs> let's let's, let's yeah. try to keep this money to ourselves and play all these characters. But bro, Arsenio and Eddie to me are they have dual in uh MVP status in this uh in this movie. Okay. Uh you know what for me I put Eddie uh and you know what come and think of it, you're right Arsenio could just for this mm-hmm. movie but it's like I think that Arsenio like this was his peak. Like I didn't after this did he do like he should have with as talented as he was he I would love to see him do more of this, I think you know? with Arsenio he it, if you if you make the comparison to basketball, he's always going to be the the guy with the most assists. He's not he's not going to be the uh, the one that carries the team on their back because sure, the sure. only time he had it in in it, in it in television was his show. That show, yeah. The Arsenio Hall but show, past no that, doubt. like yeah. as far as being like a headliner, nah, I don't think that was his groove, and he knew that. He knew that it was like, it was yeah, like he knew what he was un- unlike said the entertainer who every time he tried to step out on his own it always fell off for some reason I don't know. Well, he got he got that show on CBS now. It's not bad, but right? It's not great. It, it's, but... it's not uh, what it is. Yeah. What's the uh, Steve Harvey the Steve Harvey show? It's not that. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not the it's not, it's not the Bernie Mac right. show. It, like it's it's just, a, he's you know, one okay. of the kings of comedy that yeah. It, he just keeps trying to be out there by himself, but it just doesn't. It, it's like Luke the Vandross old Jerry curl. It just don't curl <laughs> all the way. It just same. don't do the same. So, <laughs> but yeah, Arsenio, bro. Yeah, I get it. I get your MVP. Okay. Now I got a character. Uh, I mean, I got a category. I have a category that uh, should come up in like these older movies when we look mm-hmm. back at them and. I want to know from your standpoint, what wasn't a good look? Like what that was a good look that was a good look then that's probably not a good look now when you look back on it. And the one thing that I got when I look back on the movie, all the comments that Daryl was making about Africa. Right. Uh, remember with Akeem, like, you know, chasing a monkey and stuff right. like that. Like, I just don't think you would have played it like that nowadays. Like, you know better, right. you do better. But I just feel like sometimes in these movies, when you go and look back at them, some of the stuff that we got, we let people get away with back then. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. be that. Uh, I would say the thing that that stuck out to me, and they and they still, even now with this new film coming up, they they are bringing it up uh, as far as in the African American community, the colorize, the colorization, the skin tone. You know, light skin, yeah. team light skin versus. Team dark skin, you know the guys in the middle like us. We like, okay, why y'all arguing? <laughs> you know, and so, but it's, yeah, it's, true. it's like you get a dark because they really yeah. could have, like, you had you had the light skinned sister that was good, and then you had yeah, a dark yeah that was fast that... and very provocative. Yeah, you had, you had the first wife that came out who was a beautiful dark skinned lady. Then, and then you had her right around and, and then, barking, and yeah, uh, America, you get the lighter skinned woman yeah I, I think a lot of that has to do with maybe when i'm doing the research the screenwriter the director right the white guys and i think sometimes you need representation in that room 
in order to say, hey, maybe this is an issue in this community, and maybe exactly. We need to address this. And and that that was the thing. It's like even if you look at all of the movies back in the day, it's always been that whole dividing of color within the race as far as lighter skin versus dark skin. Look at me. I'm an equal opportunist. Everybody's beautiful, all shades. But yeah, but no that was the thing I would have changed. Yeah, they could have came, they could have ran that. They could have yeah. done that a lot better. All right. Now before we get out of here, I got before we get to our Mount Rushmore, I want to shout out Mad Sinclair. She's no mm, longer with yes. us, but she played the the, the mother the mother. Man, I mean my grandma watching her a lot. Right. Like yeah, she, yeah, like but her her voice, like she looked so much like a queen, man. She, she was just really good in this role. Like she literally could have been the sixth man because the conversation she had with Josh right. about his son, like like that that struck so true. Like it really. Yo, she was well. the Angela Bassett of her generation. Yeah, before she, Angela Bassett, she, like she, she was Bassett she's the blueprint Bassett. for Angela Bassett, Bassett, bro. And Angela Bassett, oh my god. For my forever crush, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. She's my forever crush. <laughs> Don't listen, man. Courtney B. Vance gonna get you. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. She, as far as and and it goes back to this movie was just that good that it was the foundation for what we enjoy now. Like, like, like I said, yeah, Lion King and. And Black Panther, the perception that we have of all of that, it got it got America ready to actually see African Americans in those roles. So when you see that yeah. in Black Panther, it's not a, such a shock as it was in 1988 when you saw it in Coming to America because you've uh, go ahead. But also, yeah, you're you're right. But also. The movie yes. made money. It was the second biggest grossing film <laughs> right. of that year. So, like, so in, in in Hollywood, they don't care if it makes money. They right. make more of these. So, like, it made money, and I think that's the biggest come up. If you can do a, do these movies and make money, and people go see them, then right. that's a win right. right there. The movie, the movie made right, his like, own we, money. Got, <laughs> made his own money. All right. Now we 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 got to get to our. Uh, Oh, uh, well, one more. Okay. I got one more Let's for you because this is such, such a great film. Who's your favorite cameo? Like that person that came in the movie for a hot second and then went away. For me, it's Samuel Jackson. When Samuel Jackson comes in there and tries to rob the spot, like, come Bro, on, man. what you saying that? <laughs> I, I get the cameo because, then, but the thing about it, going fast forward, fast forward, forward to now, Coming to America was like a launching pad for all of the great actors that we had. Yeah. So, yeah, to, it, it was to, to piggyback on what you're saying. Yes, Samuel Jackson, great cameo. Next, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. That was the one like, I was going to, about to say. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Said, it didn't say anything. Nobody knew who Cuba Gooding Jr. was. Just a dude with no, a no. messed up. Uh, yeah, Trey. Then Come he on, comes man. out with uh, boys, boys in the hood. It's Trey. It's like, yeah, coming to America. I have to give it to Eddie, man. Eddie made stars out of this. They brought people in. Let let them come in, do a little work. Boom. Yes. Up in that piece, like uh, the guy that noticed noticed him in the um, noticed him at the at the basketball game. 
uh the actor. Uh God, I can't even think of his name. Called uh, Von right. Von, Von it is you. Hall. Yeah, it was like Bro, yeah. it's so many great actors that has that have star that power is, now that came out of that movie, man. I know they just came in, they shot a couple shots, and then they okay. like, okay. <laughs> All right, let, okay, let's get to our to our, our our Mount Rushmore. This is our Mount Rushmore of Eddie Murphy movies. So these are um, uh, okay. all his roles. Give me your Mount Rushmore. Give me your okay. Top four, top four Mount Rushmore got to be Harlem Nights, Life, okay, Boomerang, and Nutty Professor. Okay, oh, you know you could get a hundred people and they have a right. whole different four. I like I love Harlem Nights. Life is 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 really really good. I wish almost wish they would have not done it so you know so big so they can come back and do a life too because I love Marty right. and Eddie together. I could I could have seen a but, sitcom uh, with them being like the new odd couple as old men. Yeah, but you know how much money? Yeah, that would yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's, that's too much check. star power. But, but still, like I could. Yeah, I'd, I'd enjoy <laughs> that. I, okay, here's mm-hmm. my top four for for Eddie Murphy. I got Axel Foley, Beverly Hills okay. Cop One. A lot of people have not seen this movie, but I think he does a really good job in it. It's mm, Mr. Okay. Church, which is my number two. Check that out if you haven't seen it. It's a, it's a really good film. For my number three, uh, this one was hard for me, but for number number three, I got to go okay. trading places. I, I mean, I just, I just really love that that movie, and for number four for Murphy, going Ooh, wrong. You want to go with his stand up? Yeah, Ooh, you're cold. You are so mean. For, for for me, he's a, for me he's the goat. Like I mean, he, Chappelle, whoever you know, whatever, whatever. Murph's the goat. Uh, that's oh my god. That. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, but hey, guys, hey, yeah, we're gonna hit that on another podcast, but. uh uh, listen, we're we're gonna do the new one. We're gonna we're gonna try to drop it Monday or Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. We're gonna watch it over the weekend, and we love your feedback. And please check us out. And, and we enjoy you guys coming to the drive. Thank drive-in. you, guys.